0: good morning good morning good morning welcome to walking with jesus through the word one chapter per day i am pastor jason van bemmel from forest hill presbyterian church it is our 662nd day of walking through god's word and we're back in the wonderful book of esther coming into chapter seven uh, the big turning point of this book this is the hinge of of the plot that's been thickening. The plot's been thickening and now it's about to burst open or, or turn on a hinge or whatever metaphor you want to use. Let's pray and ask the Lord's help as we look at this chapter today. Father, you're good, you're faithful to your own, you're sovereign over all things, even things that are scary to us and seem beyond our control. You're on, You're in control of everything, nothing's beyond your control and you are always with and for your people. So teach us today through Esther 7 how to trust in you through everything in life. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Esther chapter 7. So the king and Haman went into the feast with Queen Esther. And on the second day, as they were drinking wine after the feast, the king again said to Esther, What is your wish, Queen Esther? It shall be granted you. And what is your request, even to the half of my kingdom, it shall be fulfilled. Then Queen Esther answered, If I have found favor in your sight, O king, and if it please the king, let my life be granted me for my wish, and my people for my request. For we have been sold, I and my people, to be destroyed, to be killed, and to be annihilated. If we had been merely sold as slaves, men and women, I would have been silent. For our affliction is not worth being compared with the loss to the king. Then King Ahasuerus said to Queen Esther, Where is he? Who is he? Who has dared to do this? And Esther said, A foe and an enemy, this wicked Haman. Then Haman was terrified before the king and the queen. And the king arose in his wrath from the wine drinking and went into the palace garden. But Haman stayed to beg for his life from Queen Esther, for he saw that harm was determined against him by the king and the king returned from the palace garden to the place where they were drinking wine as haman was falling on the couch where esther was and the king said will he even assault the queen in my presence in my own house and the word left the mouth of the, as the word left the mouth of the king they covered haman's face then harbona one of the eunuchs in attendance on the king said moreover the gallows that haman has prepared For Mordecai, whose word saved the king, is standing at Haman's house, 50 cubits high. And the king said, hang him on that. So they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then the wrath of the king abated. So this is the next day after that night of sleeplessness from the king. And Haman was called in and was asked that loaded question of what would, the, what should the king do to the one he desires to honor. All of that has just happened that morning. And it's later in the day and they have to hurry to go to the feast that Esther has prepared. This is the second day and the second feast in a row. And so Haman is feeling comfortable. He's feeling complacent. He was humbled and humiliated by having to lead Mordecai around and say all those great things about him. His wife had sternly warned him, if Mordecai is a Jew and he started to rise, you're going to fall before him. But now he goes. And again, Queen Esther has not made known any of her people. No one knows that Mordecai is her uncle. No one knows that she is a Jew. Haman doesn't know that or he would have obviously known he was in big trouble. But he comes in and she simply says, my life and my people is what she wants. She wants her own life. How? The king's ready to give her up to half the kingdom, and all she wants is her own life and the life of her people. What a, what a small and reasonable and humble request. We've been sold to be destroyed, to be killed, to be annihilated. If we had been sold merely as slaves... I would have been silent, for our affliction is not to be compared with the loss to the king. In other words, if you, O King Ahasuerus, had taken 10,000 talents of silver just to sell us off into slavery, I would have kept my mouth shut, because you know what? Your loss would be greater than our affliction. But you've taken 10,000 talents of silver to have us killed, and we're going to be wiped out. And I can't just stand by and let that happen. The king is livid. Where is he? Who is he? Who has dared to do this? Who is he? And where is he? Who has dared to do this? And immediately Esther just says, A foe, an enemy, this wicked Haman. And Haman knows he's done for. Haman knows he's done for. The king gets up immediately. He goes into the palace garden. He's looking for guards to come and take away Haman. Of course he's not going to lay hands on himself. And this is a private feast, so he's looking for guards, he's looking for security to come in and take away this Haman. And when he comes back into the room, he sees Haman on the couch where Esther is, like clinging on to her, begging for his life. And he says, will he even assault the queen in my presence, in my own house? And it just so happens, again, another one of these providential coincidences, it just so happens that Harbona, One of the eunuchs who happens to be there is one who knows that the gallows Haman has prepared is for Mordecai. And it's 50 cubits high and it's standing at Haman's house and the king says, hang him on that. Now, this is not going to end the story. You see, the story continues on for another couple of chapters because just because Haman is killed and hung on his own gallows doesn't mean the letter that went out under the king's seal, to all 179 provinces, doesn't mean that that is going to be stopped. There's already been a date and a time set by a whole large group of conspirators who hate the Jewish people. So a lot of people get here and they think, okay, Haman's been hanged. It's all over. It's not all over. That letter already went out. Even if the king were to write another letter under the king's seal and send it out, saying cancel that order before still all of the enemies of the jews all of those who want the jews dead they know what day and what time and what the plan is so it's very likely that they would still try to carry it out because as far as we know no one but haman and those who would have received the letter know what day and what time exactly and what the plan is exactly and so something else is going to have to be done to stop this plot and to rescue the Jewish people. It's not enough for Haman just to be hanged on the gallows. That's one part of it, but there's still, you know, how many times have we seen, you know, terrorist organizations where the U.S. takes out their top leader and then someone else just rises up to take their place. This is this is a conspiracy throughout the Persian Empire of people who hate the Jewish people and who want to see the dead. So it's going to have to continue, but clearly God is showing here that he is able to protect his people in just a couple of days, in just a couple of short days, goes from where Haman the Agagite looks like he's going to wipe out the Jewish people and there's no hope to now Haman is being hanged on his own gallows. God is in control. When things look beyond hope, they never are beyond the reach of God's sovereign love for his own. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Thank you for loving your own. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for guarding the Jewish people from this plot because these are the ancestors of Jesus and, and, and these are your chosen people with whom you have had, had made a covenant. So we thank you that your gracious protection, your sovereign care, it tells us that you are in control and it cares, tells us that you care for and provide for your own. We can trust you. Help us to believe that and to live that. To not live in fear and anxiety, but to live by faith. To do what you call us to do faithfully. Live by faith. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's Esther 7. Thank you for joining me for that. Tomorrow, we'll move right on to Esther chapter 8. Have a blessed day in the Lord.